This podcast is brought to you by Kloss. If you're looking to get more out of your harvesting operation, there's no brighter solution than the all-new Lexion Combine. Hey folks, Machine Repeat here. Welcome to episode number 37 of our Machine Repeat podcast. I appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time here in a busy, busy harvest season. Uh, can't apologize, I haven't had a, a new episode for a little bit here, but uh, boy, I don't know about you, it gets uh, busy these days and uh, it just I, I just find things melding together <laughs> with everything we have going on TV and radio and, uh, you know, uh, getting into starting our own monthly online auction. A lot of fun stuff. Uh, appreciate all your support, folks. And uh, actually, uh, just here today, I was tasked with my uh, friends with Farm Journal to think about uh, a column, a machine repeat column, that would touch on the historic nature of 2021 in the farm equipment market. Maybe think up a few examples. So I've been chewing on it today, and I thought, you know what, let's just uh, – Let's just give a little update here, a market update. I mean, this is what I've been doing 32 years now. Actually, 32 years next month, November of 1989, is when I started compiling prices. Uh, so, yeah, let's just give a little market update. Obviously, you know, the farm equipment market is just, I mean, it's just on fire. It's unbelievable. Um, I was only seven, eight years old back in 1973, but I think that's really the only comparable out there right now in terms of demand for new equipment with shortage of good condition used and the shortage is becoming more acute um, so we'll touch on that a little bit here um, but if, if we talk about a market update um, I mean let's just wait in and hit this from a couple different angles so um, you've maybe heard me write about or speak about uh, something I have it's called our machinery repeat use values index and it's a quarterly report. I started it years ago with a Wall Street uh, analyst with Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan and Citibank. They were always calling me going, hey, machine repeat. We see what you do. It's really cool. Uh, we just want to pick your brain. You know, and, and they were doing that because they were <laughs> trying to figure out conditions for new equipment sales. And after about two years, I finally had one of the analysts with Goldman Sachs uh, after the call. He said, you know, Greg, you should you should really – come out with a Wall Street report. My issue was, what do I know about making a Wall Street report? But anyway, I did it. I've been putting it out for years now. And, you know, we're, we'll have our uh, third quarter of 2021 report coming out. And no big secret here, use values continuing to skyrocket. That'll be the, this will be the eighth quarter in a row of uh, use values going up. So I see that on the auction market. But we know we're also factoring in what's happening on the dealer lot, new equipment sales, the whole bit. Uh, now, it is interesting, important to note, again, that use values didn't just start to go up fall of 2020 uh, when commodity prices went up. They'd actually been on a pretty steady climb before that. So, again, this is eight core, two full years. So we're going back to fall of 19 that I've been seeing use values go up for a number of reasons, you know, Number one used to be it was just time to update. You know, so much new iron was purchased from, you know, 2008 through 13 uh, that we were to the point when even if you wanted to sit tight, you kind of, in your farming operation, you just, 
if you weren't buying new, you you had to update your used equipment so you could keep doing what you needed to do with these what had been shorter time windows in the spring and fall. Thankfully, this fall has been pretty good. We hope it continues as such uh, weather-wise. But, you know, when I got looking at this machinery repeat use values index, there's only ever been three times in the, all this time I've been doing this machine repeat, building this business. It's only three times I've ever really messaged out to the to this you know to the audience, farmers, dealers, whatever, uh, with what I felt like were advisory statements, like hey folks, I'm really I would advise you to do this. This is what I see, and I I I'd laugh. I I qualify this and say you know I'm a Norwegian from Minnesota, so. To tell you as a farmer what to do, I mean, ugh, it's not in me, not, not comfortable doing it, but occasionally, you know, all the stars line up, and I just, I would feel remiss if I didn't come out with kind of an advisory statement. Now, the first time I ever did it was November of 07, so of course, that was when ethanol was exploding, and I remember it clear as a bell, I, I think it was... I don't remember 14th or 15th or something, but I was seeing auction prices roll in from around the country like, holy Toledo. This thing is, I I still refer to it as a light switch going off. And what I wrote at the time was, boy, folks, if you need any equipment, new or used, you might want to think about just do, doing it now because availability is going to become problematic. Now, that was the first time I did it. Uh, the second time I came out with a kind of a strong advisory statement was, I think it was December of 2015. So it was kind of the flip end of the spectrum. So, of course, used farm equipment values, particularly on large late model stuff, had fallen like a rock the last two, three quarters of 13, all of 14. 14 was the worst. Use values were dropping like 20 to 25% year over year on large late model stuff. And then all through 15. So if you were looking, you know, to buy a piece of equipment or, you know, buy a piece of use, that was problematic because when values are falling, it's just like when house home values are falling or land values, you don't want to jump in and then see values drop another 10% right after you bought. No one wants to, you know, it's hard to catch a falling knife, right? So end of 15, I was starting to see, again, the beauty of this auction data we compile is it, it doesn't fib. It just tells you what's happening. Sometimes it's shooting up like it is now. Other times it's dropping like a rock. Sometimes it starts to stabilize. And that's what I was starting to see end of 15. So my message to the farm audience at the time, and again, we, it's hard to remember this, but there was a humongous excess of large late model used equipment clogged up on dealer lots all over North America at the time. Uh, they'd been their sales were great, very aggressive. All these multi-unit deals, the merry-go-round was flying, and then whoop, it stopped. Spring of thirteen, commodity prices fell. Farmers pulled in the reins. Dealers got stuck with all this inventory, and that was hard to work out from underneath. So when I started to see auction prices stabilize end of 15, I said, folks, as you're able, you know, you might want to consider being really aggressive right now because I don't think you'll probably ever have a better opportunity to upgrade your equipment into late model 
large used equipment at a great value than you're going to have right now. Now, that was tough because you weren't in a buying mood. Everyone naturally was pulling in the reins. I get it. But that's the the counterintuitiveness I, I sort of think of any market. Like I tend personally to look at the stock market, and when it falls, it's like, oh, it's not henny penny the sky is falling. It's like, oh, everything's on sale now. So same deal there. And I was encouraged, actually, as I hit the speaking circuit in early 16, farm shows and everything and, and auctions, I had so many Folks come up to me and say, hey, Pete, I, re- I read what you said. And then I always think, uh-oh, what did I, what did I say? But no, they, they just said, you know, it resonated. Um, and you could see on the dealer lot there was inventory. So, yeah, be aggressive. So that was the second time I came out. Now, the third time was just recent. You probably remember this was back uh, February, March. I think it was end of February I just of this year. And I said, folks, again, things are exploding higher here. Um, and this time we we have significant issues in the new equipment market with, you know, just like with new cars. I mean, if you're a, making new tractors, you can't get the computer chips. Worldwide shipping is all screwed up. Uh, there's huge delays. The price of steel was skyrocketing. How could manufacture? How could you even price the new equipment you were selling, let alone guaranteed delivery? And at the time, again, I was already looking at over a year, a year and a half worth of auction prices ramping up. And this time, there's no, there's the opposite of excess on dealer lots. In fact, it's become too tight. Um, so I said again, folks, you know, hey, if you need equipment, just get it on the used market, new, whatever. Just, just buy it. And fortunately or unfortunately, that. That's exactly what's played out here. Use values are about at the top I've ever seen here as we come up to late uh, 2021. Now, this is really weird, but here's my fourth advisory statement I've ever made, and I'm making it right now. If, if you have any good condition used equipment to sell, I've never seen a better time to sell good condition used than right now. And again, this is in advance by one month of the November-December time frame coming up, which I've talked about this, I've written about it. I think this is going to be a tidal wave crashing ashore here. The market's already on frickin' fire, and here we come with the, an echo that's been dormant for seven years, the year-end IRS Section 179 tax buying force which if you look at my used values index report, 16 of the last 18 years, used values have gone up in the fourth quarter. Now that's been through good times and bad. And you say, well, machinery repeat, why is that? This is why I've always consistently said, if I were having my retirement auction, I would have it you know, basically from mid-November through the week before Christmas, or even through the end of December, just end of the year, to capture that force of year-end tax buyers. Now, I don't know about you folks, but when I go visit my accountant, uh, Harlan, here in Rochester, awesome guy, Harlan Bisbee, he's been working with farmers for years. I remember we got laughing years ago. He was asking how the market was, and we, we talked about this year-end push. And he, he's, a, he's another Scandinavian guy, and he just said, well... I I just advise clients, you know, it's not a bad thing to pay taxes. It means you're making money. 
we certainly understand that you're wanting to take every tool available to minimize. I totally get it. But long-range planning, anyway, you know, again, 16 of the last 18 years, this force has been there. And I think now with the year we've had in 2021 and, the way, honestly, the way the market is, you can't get that new piece. It's gone up 15 to 35% or more. I mean, this is that wave crashing that I see dead ahead here. So, again, feels kind of weird for me to say this, but if you do have any equipment you've been thinking about selling, again, the 32 years exactly I've been doing this, I've never seen the startle end up this way. Again, good condition stuff. And if you follow my, my posts, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all this stuff, TV show, radio, you've seen me document this on a daily basis. And it's not just that, you know, oh, machine repeat, he just shows you that crazy low hour stuff. Yeah, that stuff has gone up a ton, probably you know, over 20%. But it's the good condition stuff with more hours. Now, I remember standing uh, at an auction July 8th in Sleepy Eye, Minnesota, that Henslin auction did. We filmed it for our TV show. By the way, those episodes will be hitting RFD um, in our YouTube channel here the next couple weeks. Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> that was it was an amazing auction. But I stood there and watched a 4640 John Deere tractor. Super nice, but it had 8,122 hours on it. It brought 35 and a quarter. And I was seeing this all over the country where good condition stuff with higher hours, that was ramping up just like the low hour stuff. Again, it's all about condition. So if you're sitting on good condition use, in fact, if you had a good condition use grain trailer right now and were of the mind to sell it, I mean, I just, I, you're just literally sitting on gold. You could sell it and have yourself not just a Merry Christmas, but three Merry Christmases for the next few years. That's how hot the market is. Colossus products are an engineered mix of efficiency, precision, convenience, and reliability, all in the same package. But they aren't for everyone. They're for those who know the numbers that drive their operation and are interested in making them even better. They're for those with a plan. If you plan to get more out of your farming operation, take a closer look at Kloss for brighter solutions and better business results. Contact your Kloss dealer today. Proper tire inflation is important, especially as you spend time out in the field this harvest season. Opinions can vary about the best tire pressure for different situations, but as seasoned growers know, using the wrong tire inflation pressure can be a costly mistake. To maximize the longevity and performance of your tires, Firestone Ag created tools and resources to ensure you're using the right tire pressure for your equipment. Experience benefits like larger footprint, reduced tire slip, and longer tire life by utilizing these resources and get the most out of your tires this harvest season. Visit firestoneag.com to explore the tire pressure calculator, view the helpful inflation table, and learn about the seven-step tire check. So anyway, that's sort of my big picture look. Now, as I was thinking about my piece for Farm Journal, getting into some specific examples that stick to me on this historic uh, farm equipment market of 2021, let me just rattle through a few. I mentioned the first one. This July 8th auction by Henslin, uh, my good friends Alan and Ladon, they're out of Bird Island. Fantastic auction company, love those guys. Uh, so this sale was a retirement auction, and they had, I think, five John Deere tractors lined up in a row. And all my 32 years doing what I've been doing, that was the hottest line of tractors I've ever seen sold. Again, it was July 8th, and frankly, the market's gone up since then, but... 
you know, just going down the line, I mean, it started with an 03 John Deere 8420, 1,760 hours. That sold for 167. That was 10,000 over the highest I've ever seen. And that record was from eight and a half years ago. Okay, so oof, 167. Wow, what's next? Well, 09 John Deere 7430 Premium, 933 hours, no loader. That baby did 139, second highest auction price ever on a 7430. And, you know, get this, the only one higher was just one month earlier, June 6th, 2021, in Floyd, Iowa, a, a 2010 model 7430 premium. And again, crazy deal, only 345 hours with a loader. But that did 156,450. At the time, that was just under 30K above anything I'd ever seen on a 7430 with a loader. 30K above. Okay, the next tractor in the line was an 09 John Deere 6430, 988 hours with a loader. That went for 114. The record was from December of 12 in my hometown of Benson, Minnesota. Uh, Bob Zilsdorf, a great auctioneer up there, uh, and a huge basketball fan, by the way. Shout out to Bob's great guy. Uh, the 6430 back then in December of, of 2012 brought 98, I think it was 98. 750 or 98,250, 98,750. But again, 114 on Hensel's auction, July 8th. Then the next tractor was that John Deere 4640. I mentioned the 78 model, 8,122 hours, 35 and a quarter. And how about this for a little stat for you? You know how much the average auction price has gone up on John Deere 4640 tractors so far this year in 2021? 44.6%. Now, of course, Deere 40 series hugely popular, made from 78 to 82. But, you know, that's a 45, 40- to 45-year-old tractor that's gone up in one year 44.6%, and that average is now 20,136. Last year last year it was at 13,000 and change. Um, so huge, huge jump. And the fifth John Deere tractor in the line, the next one was an 09 John Deere 5095M, only 139 hours on it, so basically like new. And I think this one wasn't from the farmer who's retiring. I think Henslin, uh, Alan Henslin's buddy, Wayne Pike, another legendary auctioneer from Minnesota, had this tractor and was just looking to sell it, so they brought it down to the auction. But that uh, 09 5095M with 139 hours went for 58.5, no loader. And that was a record by 9,500 bucks. So again, not by a whisker, you know, 32 years of doing this, through ups and downs, you do see record prices, but normally they clock in by a, you know a whisker here, not like thirty thousand on a seventy four thirty or ninety five hundred bucks on a fifty ninety five M. But again, that was one sale, July eighth, and what I've been seeing are sales similar to that all over the country. And it used to be that that would only be on retirement auctions. Now that's not the case. In fact, as I'm recording this today, it's October seventh. 2021 and our good friends at Schrader Real Estate and Auction Company out in, uh, you know, Northeast Indiana, Northwest Ohio there. They had a consignment sale. They also get up into Michigan quite heavily. Most of the equipment was from Michigan today. And if, if you follow me online, you saw my social media posts, but, you know, they had a pair of grain trailers, 2013 Wilson 42 foots. I know again, that's about as hot as it gets right now, but Again, they're eight years old. One brought 47.5, one brought 46.5. 
So he had a 2013 John Deere S670 combine on the sale at low hours. I think it had six or 963 engine hours, but that brought 240,000 bucks. That's the highest auction price this year on a S670. Um, and actually, I got looking. The average auction price on a Deer S670 combine this year is up 11.1%. Now, that's almost that's almost unprecedented. You're looking at a S, you know, uh, 600 series machine there that was made from 12 to 17. So at this point, what four to nine years old? A four to nine year old combine going up 11.1%. I haven't written that in 32 years before. You know, they've all tended to have been excess late model combines stuck on dealer lots. Not the case now. In fact, the same auction today by Schrader, two other combines, they had uh, uh, John Deere 9670. And let me quote you the accurate uh, year and hours. Uh, you maybe saw the blog I posted. I hope you follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We just keep uh, spewing this uh, commentary out, but here it is. It was a 10 model, 1933 engine hours, brought 110. Very good, solid price. And actually, the average on a 9670 combine this year, so what was this, like 07 to 11, is up 8.6% this year. Average auction price 9670 is $85,759. I've seen them as high as 161. Uh, incredibly high there and as low as 48,000. So we are covering the junky ones. I mean, I, we don't care. We just, we want the data, pump it in. But again, 9670 combines up 8.6% this year. Last year, the average was 78,962. Now it's almost 86,000. There was a third combine on the consignment sale today in New Holland, a TR99. That was a nice machine, but you know, that's not the easiest sell in the world, but it had 1,824 engine hours on it, brought $45,000. Now, you want an interesting stat, 45K on a TR99 combine, that's the second highest auction price in eight years, but guess what? The only one higher than it was about six weeks ago. That was on our friends at BigIron.com, their weekly sale on Wednesday. It was August 25th. This one was out of Meadow Grove, Nebraska. It was an 01 model TR99, 2,903 engine hours on it, no heads, sold for 48,000 bucks. So if you take out that one for 48, August 25th, and October 7th for 45K, then you got to go back to November of 13, again, when the market was starting to turn. We saw an 01 model TR99 go for 42.5 on a sale. Uh, that uh, Dennis Belisky had way up in northeast North Dakota. So, again, the combines were hot today. The grain trailers, super hot. And one I didn't include in the blog today, but uh, they had a four-wheel drive tractor on that auction. You maybe saw I, I did blog about it earlier in the week, but it was a 1980 International 4386 four-wheel drive with only 798 actual hours on it. Uh, crazy deal. I think a guy that used to work in the uh, car car plant, maybe the GM plant around Grand Rapids, bought the thing new and just, you know, he just hardly ever used it. Uh, engineering type guy. It actually sold at auction back in August of 13 in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Went for 43450 And on the auction October 7th, it just went past it. 50 bucks, 43005 So another new record there. But again, uh, you know, 
auction prices, good condition stuff, just crazy high. The other, uh, one of the other points I'm, I'm making for this farm journal piece is the, uh, you know, the historic nature of the 2021 farm equipment market is what's happened on the dealer's use lot. So, I mean, again, I started 32 years ago, November of 1989, and, you know, that was a year out of college. Uh, my dad was a farm equipment dealer going back to the 60s. Um, you know, again, I think you can trace this back to probably 79 or 80, 81, where, you know, we've been conditioned over 40 years, 40 years now, uh, that farm equipment dealers, oh, well, they always have a good supply of used. They got, they're stuck. They got too much, they got too much late model used stuff. And that, that was true many decades, but it's like, I like to say things are the way they are until they aren't. And none of us, <laughs> stupid saying, but none of us know when things are going to change. But when they change, they change. And then you, we have to deal with it. So that's why, again, the four, only the four times I've ever come out and just said, like, woo, you might want to act on this one because, you know, there's a wave coming. But anyway, uh, this point about the dealer lots, I found uh, one of our machine repeat territory managers, Bill Albaugh, handles the the kind of the great plains for us out west does an awesome job bill's sharp cookie he was visiting with a uh one of these equipment guys well known um that deals both in uh sells used equipment and then also has regular online auctions and he was just visiting with him in fact just here end of this week and you know just talking about the market like oh my gosh this market's crazy and this very, very, very experienced dealer, here, here was his comment. He said, all these years, we've sold 50% of our used stuff at retail and 50% at auction. Right now, it's 85% retail, 15% auction. That, that's how, that is how drastically different things are here in 2021 and getting more and getting hotter and crazier as we come to the year end of 2021. Uh, another point, you know, a way that I could show what's happened in 2021 are these spikes where statistically, when you compile data like I do, I mean, we're pushing towards 2 million auction prices now. I've compiled all these years. Thankfully, my fingers still function from all those auction prices I typed in going back 30 years. But anyway, it was always a big deal to me when I would see you know, an auction price on a, on a category, like say a tractor, combine, planner, and I'd say, ooh, that's the highest auction price I've ever seen on a modern tractor or a modern, you know, combine or whatever. Not collector, weird, 100-year-old stuff, but like modern pieces. Well, that is just not uncommon at all anymore. In fact, it's almost become mundane. So in 2021, for example, highest auction price ever on a tractor that came on March 29th, Larchwood, Iowa. I think that was the Steffes Group, big dealer auction they had. Of course, Steffes Group does a fantastic job, market the heck out of stuff. But they had a 2019 John Deere 9570RX with 1,075 hours on it. It brought 415000 bucks. And I totally get how you can say, well, that's cheap or whatever. The new one cost X. But I'm just telling you, for 32 years, I've compiled auction prices. That's the highest auction price ever on a modern tractor. So that is a big deal when you push the highs higher. And, yep, it's totally true. The rising price of new pulls up, but it pulls up more at certain times. And it is really pulling up right now. 
So I also have seen the highest auction price ever on a combine this year. Uh, just you know, two months ago, August eighth, our our good friends at Sullivan Auctioneers, uh, again, they just do a fantastic job. Good people, really great people. Uh, they had an uh, I think it was for AgPro uh, online dealer auction out of London, Ohio, August third. They had a 2019 John Deere S780 combine, 524 engine hours. That baby sold for 411,000 bucks. Same deal, highest auction price I've ever seen on a combine. Uh, if we talk planter, 255,000 bucks, March 29th, Iroquois, South Dakota, uh, an auction. 2018 John Deere DB60, 24030 inch, 4,354 acres, 255, three year old planter. Pushing, you know, it's over a quarter million bucks. I like to ask people, my I'm 55. I like to ask people my age and up when I see them at farm shows or auctions. It's like, what do you think your grandpa would think if you could have told him? Or hopefully, grandpa's still around and say, Grandpa, did you ever think you'd see a used planner go for over a quarter million dollars at auction? Because it happens now. It's just our world. Uh, and how about a grain cart? Back to Sullivan Auctioneers, they had a sale June 18th in Compton, Illinois, an online farm auction. Of course, they've gone uh, strictly online for all their auctions. Uh, they had a, just a knockout year there. But they had a 2020 Brent 1596 on 42-inch track, sold for 125000 bucks June 18th. Again, that's the highest auction price I've ever seen on a grain cart. So when in a short amount of time, when you see the highest auction price ever on a tractor, a combine, a planter, a grain cart, and these were just, frankly, four examples. I didn't dive into the 70 equipment categories but you can do that folks you can actually you're sitting with all the tools and data at your fingertips that i have just go to machinerepeat.com click on the auction price link i don't know it's like eight hundred thirty thousand prices in there the last 20 years click on it we've got filters so you can click tractors and then there's this filter that says search by just click highest price and you're going to see what i'm seeing and note the number of times that Two or three or four of the five highest have just come in the last six to 12 months. It, it, it's just unbelievable. Um, you know, I mentioned grain carts. That was one that jumped to my mind, how hot they are. Again, if you have a good used grain cart and you're looking to sell, Merry Christmas, you're going to have a good, you're going to have a good Christmas. Stocking's going to be full. Uh, you may be seeing how I've written about older four-wheel drive tractors. And how they've exploded higher in value. That's another thing top of mind for me. Uh, now, this one gets into availability because and straight horsepower. And there's always been that aspect of the new stuff is, has gone up so high that when you find a nice 10-plus-year-old one, you know, the whole pre-def, pre-tier 4, obviously, that's a huge force. But you maybe saw the YouTube video I posted a week ago today. It was uh, September 30th, our good friends at Maring Auction out of Kenyon, Minnesota, Matt and uh, Kevin and Adam and Michelle, just top-notch, great people, great auction company. They had a sale. It was an unusual sale with a pair of mid-'80s Steiger KP525 four-wheel drives, Tiger 4s. I don't think they made many of those, and I think that was the biggest model Steiger made. Um, and I was there. I shot video of them selling, and, and Matt sold them choice. And I thought, ooh, this will be really interesting. So the first one had triples, and it was a nice rig. Uh, brought 139, which that's the highest Steiger I've ever seen at auction by a country mile, probably three country miles. But his choice, 
And Kevin Maring had the bidder on the phone, by the way, was from local within like 45 minutes of the, of the auction, which is a whole nother, should be a whole nother podcast, I guess, talking about online bidding and in light of the, uh, ransomware attack and losing online bidding there for a few days. And oh my goodness, what are we going to do anyway? Not to get sidetracked as I tend to do, but so Kevin Maring was on the phone with the winning bidder and it said sold 139. And then we, I was filming it. You can watch in the YouTube video. It's probably like a 25, 30 second deal. And Matt in the truck said, and buyer takes, you know, which one is he going to take? Which one? And then I could see the wheels turning and everyone standing there like, I think the dude's going to take both. And he did. Buyer takes both. 139 times two, 278,000 bucks for a pair of you know, almost 40-year-old Steigers, 500 horse. So we post the video, go watch it on YouTube, tons of comments, you know, same deal. A lot of people are like, that's crazy, whatever. But I tell you, tons of people chiming in and they have a great point. They're like, that is not crazy at all. You know, one, can I even get a new one? Two, when will I get it? Three, what's it cost? And four, down the road, when something happens to it, what's it going to cost me to fix it and all that stuff? And these things, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm no expert on the part availability, but as Matt said from the truck when he was selling them, he's like, guys, these things are bulletproof. Just wrench away. Yep. That, that truth is evident and real. And so, again, they brought 139 each. So those were a couple four-wheel drives. Uh, I've mentioned the one Steph has sold out in Montana on July 7th, that just incredibly beautiful 84 versatile 1150 brought 126. I mean, 126? Wow. I think 59K was the highest I'd ever seen on 1150. Uh, now, it looked like they'd done some work to it, uh, a lot of work. But anyway, 126 hard cash, write me a check today. <clears throat> Pretty dang good. And probably the, the most striking example on a four-wheel drive with a bit of age on it. Now, it's not vintage. I, I wouldn't call it vintage or whatever. It's an, but, but it was an 07 model Deer 9620, 1,255 hours on it. Sullivan sold this thing back in March, March 22nd, online farm auction, Sibley, Iowa. <coughs> Excuse me brought uh, $270,000. Now, I mean, $75,000 over the previous record. That's what that was, folks. $75,000 over. <clears throat> it's just incredible. Um, you know, but again, that's not done in a vacuum. People say, well, the buyer, what were they thinking? Well, they were trying, they were competing against two, three, four, five other bidders. And it, uh, you know, again, that's what it's all for. That's the beauty of the auction. Sometimes those prices sink like a rock. Other times they, they go sky high. So, again, those are some of the things uh, that stick out in my mind from 2021. And, again, looking forward here, folks, we're sitting here first, second week of October. <clears throat> I've been saying, not trying to be cute about it, but literally buckle your seatbelts because, again, I think November, December 2021, from a buying standpoint, our you know, I just think it's going to go up further. I don't see how it can't. And now, actually, there's a lot of verbiage, and I'm sure you guys are all chatting about it out there. It's these uh, supply issues and shipping issues, they're not, I mean, they're getting worse. They're not getting better. So you start looking out through 2022, and it's like, wow, used equipment markets 
probably going to be pretty doggone strong. So hopefully all these years we've been talking about, you know, how it pays, literally pays to take great care of your equipment. If you follow our data, and again, it's free, just follow along at machinerypeat.com, folks. Click on auction prices and look for yourself. But it's not just the crazy low hour stuff. It's the good condition stuff with more hours. It's all worth more money. I had a post on grain carts this week and talking, or grain trailers, talking about how they've gone up. And we talked about the two that sold today, 47.5, 46.5, pair of eight-year-old 42-foot Wilsons. Some guy chimed in, and I thought it was a good comment. He goes, Pete, what was an $8,000 grain trailer is now a $12,000 grain trailer. Yep, that's exactly correct. That gets to my statement of things are the way they are until they aren't. And right now, things are changing. <clears throat> so again, that's why the fourth time ever I've come out with an advisory statement and take it for what it's worth. But if you do have good condition used equipment to sell, you know, it is, you've never had a better time to be a seller. So obviously, if you're looking to sell privately, hey, we'd love to have you listed with us at machinerypeat.com. Just click on the sell mine link. It'll cost 50, 50 bucks. You can get it in there, and then drop me a note on Facebook. And let me know about it, and I'll try to throw a note on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, give it a little extra push for you. Uh, and by the way, <clears throat> we had a seller. I'm trying to remember where the guy was from. I, I think Indiana. He'd listed a John Deere 7730 two-wheel drive with low hours. You might remember the Facebook and Twitter post that I did. I think it was last weekend, and I immediately got a call from a dealer out east. And he, he said, oh, I want that. And we talked, you know, in the guy's info, and he called, he bought it. He just, boom, bought it. it. Gone. Listed it, sold it. And that's what I'm talking about. That guy had a pre-tier four, pre-def, low-hour tractor. And it doesn't matter what color it is, green, blue, it just doesn't matter. It People want it. And you've probably heard rumblings about this, and it's it's totally true. The dealers now are piling into the auction market as buyers, all types of auctions, because they need inventory. And that's part of the reason used values are going up. So, again, this market is incredible. Um, so, anyway, I'll leave the update at that and just say, hey, buckle up, and let's uh, see what happens the rest of 2021 here. Now, I want to finish up with the podcast today with a shout-out. Um, Again, I, I really wish this could have been a guest on our Machine Repeat podcast, but uh, Bryce Volker from Auburn, Nebraska. Now, Bryce passed away a week ago, or last Saturday. I think it was October 2nd. Um, I know a ton of you guys out there know Bryce. You've seen the posts, social media posts I, I put out there and tons of people. Uh, Bryce was very, very connected in the machinery, ag world, social media, also in the auction business. He's very connected, uh, and he was just a farmer to the core. And Bryce was also, I believe, the founder and administrator. I don't know if he's the founder, but I think he might have been, but he kind of ran the uh, John Deere, I think it's 30 to 70 series Facebook group. Had an incredible, has an incredible amount of members, I think like 32,000, or forgive me if I have the wrong number there, but the reason it grew so much was because of the passion that Bryce brought and, you know, brought out of other people, members of the group. But he was very connected, talked to people every day, 
uh, I enjoyed my exchanges with Bryce over the years. We would talk about pieces at auction. Just a passionate guy. Loved, just loved farming to the core. And again, passed suddenly uh, last Saturday. It was it was COVID related. His wife Emily had been posting updates on their Facebook page. I think just from like Monday, um, and the news was just so shocking at his passing. Um, there's there was been a huge outpouring on social media. If you haven't seen it, hashtag augers out for Bryce. Just go to Facebook or Twitter and type in that hashtag. And you want to see how connected this individual was? Um, extremely connected. Made a difference with people talk by talking and listening. Listening. Um, you know, so we're very sad at Bryce's passing. His funeral is Saturday, October 9th. I posted a link to it on our Twitter post. And I, I think the link to the obit, I think it had like 400 clicks in a couple of days. So um, we just, we, we keep Emily and family and friends of Bryce in our prayers and for healing and uh, there and hope that um, in the difficult time that there can be some comfort just from knowing what a difference Bryce made. And again, I, I wish... It was a different circumstance, so we could have had Bryce talking machinery, talking 30 series deer tractors. But I know all you people who are friends with Bryce will never forget those conversations. So, again, shout out to Bryce. We made uh, him the pick of the week last Monday on AgriTalk Radio when I was talking to Chip Flory. You know, there's a lot of record prices pinging in all over the place, but life's about people and family and friends. And particularly friends these days, you know, we're also disconnected, split, and, uh, you know, whatever. But you make a good friend, that's that's a valuable thing, and it, it's tough to lose that. So anyway, let's, uh, let's try to learn from Bryce and reach out to others. It's easy to sit back and we're all busy, blah, blah, blah. But when you reach out and when you listen to people... Give me your ear. It's powerful. You can change lives. So again, we we tip our hat to you, Bryce, and we say, life well lived. Rest in peace, brother. Thanks for listening, folks, and be safe out there, harvest time, and uh, we will uh, catch you again here soon on the Machinery Pete Podcast. 